ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Hey, man. If I can do it, you can do it too. And how can I help you do this? Don't settle. Ever. Don't settle. Just go full send. His battle, our fight. And it's, you know, a goal, an achievable goal, and maybe even a high, high, high-level goal you may never hit. Well, it's, it's a wonderful way for us to make each other stronger. I, I feel like that my strength comes from him, and so I try to give all my stuff, you know, to him. You know, take down those barriers um, and those false beliefs that they can do it. Put yourself in uncomfortable positions because it's going to happen. And the sooner you can get comfortable being uncomfortable, the better you're going to be. In this moment, you can decide to take hold, move forward and go head on, up, over and through. It's do or do not. Through these stories and perspectives, we hope to give insight to the challenges we all face every day. Paying it forward through learned experience. Because quitting is too hard. For those who refuse to give up and continue to find a way, this is your fuel. Brought to you by Western Contours Podcast and our partners. Western Fly Covers. Ultralight protection for your gear. Stay on your game. Backcountry Archery. The passion and intent of ethical hunting led to the pursuit of building the most lethal bow setups while increasing accuracy. The Crazy Elk Company. Simple solutions in gear, giving back to the passion that has given so much. My name is Joe Elliston, and I am very excited to have a chance to kind of speak with you guys a little bit. So, Guy, I guess I would just first off, man, say thanks, brother, for giving me an opportunity to do some soul searching. I don't know if I'll make an impact on anybody here on the receiving end, but I can honestly say um, taking some time, doing some soul searching was really good for me. So, hey, I'm excited to, to share that with uh, with everybody here. So, Hey, this is my family, I would say. You know, I think about the hunting community. I've been around it now for a number of years. And man, I just am blessed to call you guys my friends. Um, this is my home. So thank you for, uh, for, for believing in us. And as I said, maybe, maybe I can give a little bit back here. We'll see. So, hey, there's a couple of things as I was really 
over the last 30 to 45 days doing some soul searching, thinking about, okay, where, where should I spend my time here? And really, I just kept coming back to three things that apparently the Lord had put on my heart. And um, so I feel like maybe that's where he wants me to spend some time. So we're going to talk about three different things, one of them being fear. Certainly not a lack of that out there right now. Um, when you think about everything going on in the world right now, there is a lot of fear. So uh, fear for safety, fear for health. I mean, fear for jobs, fear for our politicians and what's going on in the political space. You know, fear of broken dreams. Call it what it is. Fear of getting COVID, fear of dying from COVID, fear that you might lose a, lose a loved one, um, fear, really fear of the future. And, and fear is real. And it's a tough one to deal with because I tell you what, man, fear can grab a hold of you. And next thing you know, it becomes the ruthless master um, that controls you. And that's a pretty bad spot to be into. So um, fear is, you know, by definition, it's an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that something or someone is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. So, hey, you know, fear in the present tense is not necessarily a bad thing, right? When you think about fear, like, Hey, you're in, you're you're in a burning building. There's fear of your you know you're fearful for your life. You know that's that's real. That's good. That's that's okay. But when you start to think about fear from a future tense perspective, the maybes, the what ifs, man, when that starts to take control, now you're starting to talk more about anxiety, and that can be super destructive to us. So. You know, I think it's really important for us to, one, just recognize it, that it is real. But, man, it's so important that we don't allow it to take control of who we are because it can be certainly very, very destructive. So, hey, one of the things that I just absolutely love, it's a quote by Mark Twain. And my goodness, how relevant I think it is. Mark Twain said, I have had a lot of worries in my life, but most have never happened. I mean, how true is that statement when you sit back and you really just take stock on your life, on the things that you fret about and you worry about? um, Most of them really don't ever come to fruition. And I think that's there's a lot of knowledge in that statement because it's it's true. It's very, very true. You know, in the Bible, it says 365 times, you know, do not fear. Um, Apparently, the Lord knew that, uh, that that was a real deal, something that, that we struggle with as people uh, is fear. He knows that we're going to f- be afraid. He knows we're going to worry. He knows we're going to fret. So reminds us 365 times that we really don't need to. We shouldn't be spending our time thinking about that and worrying about that. So I think that's just a good reminder for us. You know, as I was doing some soul searching thing and through just some stuff to talk about with you guys um, and redoing some reflection this past week, our our pastor at church read Psalms 37, one through nine. And I would encourage you guys, if you've never read it, to go read that. But it just really hit me how it starts off. It says, don't worry about the wicked or envy those who are doing wrong. I mean, how relevant is that today with the craziness taking place in our world right now? Um, I think it's important that we that we keep fear in check, you know, as we as we move on with our lives, because it, if, if we don't, it can certainly take hold and uh, be very, very destructive to who we are. So. Hey, I'm going to spend a little bit more time just talking about protecting our surroundings. So another area that I feel that's, you know, to me is is pretty important. Um, as I think about 
you know, my surrounding, it's, it's more than just the physical, you know, things that are around me. It's, Hey, what are those things that I'm putting into my brain? Right. What are those things that I'm reading? What are those things I'm watching? Who are those people that I'm asking for advice and feedback and direction from? These things are all super important on our surrounding and they affect us. They affect how we respond, how we react. The reality is if you took the five people outside of your family, the five people that you spend your time with, chances are, and it's a high probability, you are going to be a reflection of those individuals. And that can be a great thing, right? But it can be a bad thing, too, depending upon who you're surrounding yourself with. So I think that's important for us to kind of keep that in check. You know, who are those people that are uplifting, right, that are empowering, that believe in you through thick and thin? They're there to support you. We all have those people in our lives and they're super important. And it's as you take stock as to the people you're spending your time with. Ask yourself that question. Do they fit into that category or do they fit into the other category that I know we're all familiar with, right? Where we, we have those people in our lives that, you know, call it what it is, man. They, they suck the life out of you. They're like vampires. You know, I'm not saying kick those people to the curb by any means, love on them, but move on, right? We gotta, we gotta think about the future here a bit as to protecting our own surrounding while helping others. And that's certainly something to think about. And as, as tough as it may be, at times, you know, you have to step back and ask yourself, are there branches that I need to prune, right, to let some new ones grow? And, you know, over, over you know, my life, there's been points and times where I've had to step back and really take stock of that and think about that um, and make some changes. And they're not easy. They're not. But boy, can they make a positive impact on, on who we are as people? So that's super important for protecting your surrounding. Hey, the other thing I would say around protecting our surrounding is our attitude. And I've been fortunate. I've been to a lot of different leadership training classes uh, all over the United States. And one of them took place at Gettysburg. And the, the neat thing about it is, you know, one of the aspects of it, half the training was on the battlefield at Gettysburg. And the other half was was more traditional in the classroom. And the whole purpose of the training, I mean, there's a lot of different aspects of it, but one of it was really thinking about your surroundings, you know, your team, the people that you're with. Are they there to protect your right flank? Are they there to protect your left flank? You know, are they a Joshua Chamberlain, if you will? And if you don't know that name, I would encourage you to go read the book, uh, Killer Angels. It's a great depiction of what took place there at Gettysburg. Uh, it's extremely accurate, but... Um, Joshua Chambers, somebody you want on your flank, you know, he's going to be there to protect you. And, you know, do we have those people in our lives today? And if we don't, maybe we need to cut a branch or two so we can have those kinds of people in our life. Um, I was fortunate while I was there, you know, you, you have different speakers that come in and, and talk to you about various aspects of leadership. And one of the gentlemen that came in and spent some time with us, his name was General James Anderson, just a phenomenal individual. What a great representation of an American, uh, really as a hero, I would say. You know, he he was 41 years, I believe, U.S. Army, um, graduate of West Point, Army Ranger, two Purple Hearts, two Bronze Stars of Valor, and a Silver Star. I mean, just a phenomenal individual. And he talked to us a lot about attitude and how important it is to protect your surrounding, to have to be surrounded with people that are going to pour into you um, versus pull out of you. And one of the things that he did that I thought was super impactful is he carried two business cards with him. 
one business card that said, your attitude is worth catching. The other one said, is your attitude worth catching? And he would, just through his normal days of life, he would go around and if he came across somebody that had a great attitude, he'd share the first card with them. But in the same breath, if he came across somebody that maybe needed an attitude check a bit, he would give him the second card that said, is your attitude worth catching? And I think that's just good reflection for us to even think about, you know, is our attitude worth catching? Is it a good attitude? And that's that's really, you know, something that I try to challenge myself with is and ask myself often, you know, is my attitude worth catching? Am I somebody that people want to be around or am I somebody that people want to run from? And I think, you know, that's super important. You know, as I look at, you know, people that I would say are successful. And I don't mean just financially successful. I mean, maybe successful in their marriage, maybe successful in how they raise their kids, maybe successful in, you know, how they run their business. One of the most common denominators that I see over and over and over again is their attitude. And I think that has a huge impact really uh, on who we are as people. And it starts with protecting our surrounding, protecting ourselves with people that, you know, are going to help us drive towards that versus pull us down. So something to think about noodle on. Hey, last thing I just want to spend a little bit of time on is investing in yourself. And this is something that I'm a firm believer in. You know, in today's time with today's technology, there is no excuse for us not to be growing. It's literally at our fingertips. There is more training online than you could possibly do in a lifetime. Uh, heck, just in YouTube alone, right? Any project you ever wanted to learn, there's you know there's ten thousand different ways to do it. So there's no excuse for for us not growing as people. And I think, hey, if you're in a rut, there is no greater way to get out of that rut than to go out and learn something new. I mean, you talk about giving yourself a sense of self-worth, value, importance, go pick something up. You know, if you think about here over the last year with quarantine, um, what a great opportunity, right, to to go invest in yourself. You certainly got the time to do it. We're all quarantined. Uh, maybe something to, to, to dive into. Maybe something for you to think. Remember, there is only one you. And it's important that you do the things that are going to bring you up, uplift you, and move you forward in life. And learning is certainly one of those great aspects. It's a blessing from the Lord. Hey, the other thing I would just say is I think about learning. There's there's some staple books that I would encourage folks listening to to go take a take a crack at reading. Um, there's four books that I would say are staples in my household that I, I point to often. Um, one of them has to do with really you know the five love languages. And if you haven't read that book, they've got different versions of it. You know they've got the five love languages for kids for the workforce. But the concept is the same throughout is that each one of us has a primary love language. They break it down into to a handful of buckets. You know, you've got quality time, you got access service, you got gifts, physical touch, words of affirmation. These are all the buckets that people fall within where they, they have a primary language, which is one of those five. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, this book changed my life. Uh, I've taken over 125 sales reps through this because I firmly believe in it. It will change a culture within an organization. Um, But for me personally, this is a book that I would say, man, every marriage class should have. Everybody that's getting ready to get married, you've got a significant other. 
read this book together. It will help you tenfold if you can understand what your spouse's love languages is. You know, my wife, her love language is quality time. And once I learned that and I truly understood it, it changed everything. It changed how I approach her. It changed what I do with her and how I spend my time. Um, it's, it is it is that important. Hey, a couple other books I would highly recommend. Crucial Conversations. You know, in today's time, you know, and I think it's just, it's just our DNA. We avoid conflict, right? A lot of people do. Um, and conversations sometimes can have some conflict to them, right? But boy, if you just sit there and let that thing fester for day after day after day, next thing you know, you don't even know what you're upset about. Crucial Conversations is a great book that really helps you understand the importance of addressing things in in an appropriate amount of time, right? And how to address it. What's the right setting to do it in, right? So highly recommend that book. Um, It's a game changer for you. Strength Finders is another one I would recommend. Uh, Again, I think if you if you have a significant other, you know, so important to go through this with your spouse. You know, it's it's all around understanding what your strengths are and managing your weaknesses. Right. We we live in a society where, you know, if you have an annual review process within your organization, um, you know, people tend to focus on, hey, you need to improve this, this and this and this. Well, the reality is. Man, let's focus on the things that we're really good at, right? You you want to put somebody in a in, in a position where where they can exceed, you know, expectations, they can excel. So uh, it's all around that. I, again, if you're if you're married, go through that with your spouse. You will learn so much about each other. It's just a fantastic read. Hey, last one I would say again, staple should be on every coffee table. Uh, I cannot believe this book was written in 1936, but it's How to Win Friends and Influence People by Carnegie. I mean, just Dale had so much insight such a long time ago and how relevant it is the teachings are to, you know to today's time. If you haven't read that one man go read it. If you have read it go back and read it again. It is just such a great read. So hey these are some of the things that I think are really important for us, you know, to to invest in. I think it's important that we invest in ourselves. Um, there's a lot of talk right now on social media around vision boards, right? You see that at the beginning of a year and it's a great process to step back and really take some soul search and time and think about, hey, what are those things that are relevant to me? What are those things that are important to me? You know, put it down on paper, put it on a vision board. Those things are all great tools for accountability. And then I would make sure that you have health on there as well, because, hey, life without health, boy, it's going to be rough, right? We know how important it is, but boy, I'm guilty of it, you know, as, as I imagine all of us are at various points where it takes the back burner. But, man, we got to keep that top of mind because without the health, we can't enjoy all of the other things that go along with our with our lives. So uh, health would be one I would just in, encourage you to, to, to take stock in. Hey, really, that's it. You know, I just I just want to thank, you know, Guy again for giving me a chance to kind of give my two cents on some things that maybe will help a few folks out. Um, I am confident without a shadow of a doubt that if we're able to kind of keep our fears in check, and I know it's tough, you know, it's, it's difficult not to get caught up in it. But if we're able to keep our fears in check and we're able to surround ourselves with those people that are truly vested in our best interest, and we're able to do that while we're investing in ourselves, while having the Lord center of our lives, man, there is absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing, that we can't get through. 
So anyways, I hope that helps a little bit. Happy New Year to you folks. And look forward to seeing you guys out in the backcountry. Take care.